pass the sticks to the Nebraska eSports squad as they take you on a journey through the wonderful world of video games. Right here on Big Red eSports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, well, we are back for hour two, and uh, might as well go through names again. I'm Jaden Chilke. I am the Call of Duty game manager. Oh, I'm Colin Graham. Uh, I'm the outreach officer, and as well, I'm the Hearthstone game manager. I'm Lexi Carollo. I'm the social media manager. Hi, I'm Z Jividen, and I am the Nebraska Esports Club president, as well as the League of Legends game manager. Cool. Well, to start off the second hour, I'm going to go over a quick recap of the Call of Duty World Champs that happened last weekend while I was gone. Uh, I was visiting my mom and watching World Champs at the same time. It was like from Thursday through Sunday <laughs> for Champs because they have this huge eight-team tournament that they stretch out for four days. Uh, it was in Las Vegas, and, I mean, it went better than anything, and it had a crazy finish. It was New York and Toronto uh, battling head-to-head. Toronto had the Rookie of the Year, mm-hmm. And I believe New York had the MVP of the regular season. And Toronto had knocked out in winner's finals, in the winner's finals round, knocked out New York down to the loser's finals. Mm -hmm. And then New York, and it was a sweep. It was a clean 3-0 sweep the day before. Mm -hmm. And New York then had to play their second match of the day on uh, Saturday to end out the night and won in a close game against FaZe. I believe it was FaZe. And... Then get to the next day, it's only one game. So there was Challengers, Champs, because uh, Challengers kind of piggybacks off of every land, and they have this thing called the Pit, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, I want to say almost 100 teams almost come in to every major tournament. So there's the pro scene, and then there's your Challengers, which is semi-pro, uh, so minor leagues for people that would associate with baseball or G leagues for basketball, that sort of thing. Uh, so Challengers is going right on along the same line, and... Uh, champs they get to finally for the first time in call of duty pro history they open on stage in front of everybody Mm -hmm. for their championship in front of the final pro champs which came right after and uh, we saw god rx which is an old pro who got cut from minnesota i believe it was a couple years ago and he made his comeback and won there and so him and a couple of his teammates are probably going to come into the pros this next year. Mm-hmm. Roster Mania is about to start in COD. Uh, June, uh, July 2nd, sorry, is when that opens up. So a lot of rosters are changing, a lot of free agents are opening, and a lot of big names. Uh, so, for example, Dashy and uh, I think Scrappy's even on the table. He might be. Uh, and he's the rookie of the year. He's supposed to be under contract with Toronto, but mm-hmm. there's rumors of Toronto cleaning slate. Hmm. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> the championship game, New York comes back and... It's it's a slamming. It is terrible. 5-0 in a best of nine against Toronto. Oh, wow. New York put up a record for Grand Champs completion time. It was about as long as a DoorDash in Omaha might take. Oh, it, was, it was abysmally. Like, Toronto barely showed up to play. Wow. And they barely got to feel like it either. Mm-hmm. It was insane. New York, they, they talked about it after. The entire week leading up to the event, they had woken up at 8 a.m. and spent every day, all day together to stay in sync. That's the level of mental like awareness of their surroundings and what they wanted out of this tournament. They won three individual tournaments out of the six this year. They lost 
two in the middle. They won the first one. They won the last one of the major tournaments, and then they won Grand Champs. And, I mean, it, it was – this whole year has been New York-led for the most part. Mm-hmm. There was a bit in the middle where Optic made some roster changes, and they were by far and away the best team. I think they still were at the end of the day. They just had a couple of rough tournaments at the end. Uh, with some mental, I think it was a lot of mental challenges personally, mm-hmm. looking at the team. it was, And it's a lot of slight heavy players too, which could have been the problem with one real IGL player that was a rookie, so he was a little inexperienced. And then uh, a lot of stuff with Vegas, uh, who maybe re- there's t- a ton of the bottom tier teams maybe relocating, but I think Vegas is fine. Mm-hmm. So uh, Vegas had a good run. They almost made it to their own home championship tournament, but they were the last man out. Uh, they were number nine out of the top eight to make it uh, and they have a seasoned the oldest player in the league and he's still one of the best clayster uh, he's a name that gets thrown about a bunch in a lot of games he uh, also right after his season got over diablo 4 came out and he was one of the first i think it was hundred or thousand people to go to level 100 on diablo wow. he was i think number 67 holy crap so he immediately went from cod barely missing champs <laughs> to uh he played with a bunch of different streamers and mm-hmm. orgs from different games entirely mm-hmm. and they set up this four-man team and just ran it and you gotta cope somehow <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah yeah he got to go he did get to go to champs as a uh, guest analyst on the desk so he was the fourth man on the desk so he made it he made it somehow but <laughs> he's 31 now and I'm so old. yeah <laughs> in esports now in esports that's ancient mm-hmm. it's usually like, i mean do we do we know like what's the youngest like esport player ever youngest mm-hmm. Uh, I would say excluding Fortnite because I feel like Fortnite's kind of that's that's a little different, and I don't think BRs really count. Fortnite counts though, honestly. Speaking of thirty-one years old, uh, Dota recently had someone come out of retirement to play as a sub player, and he is a two-time TI champion. Yeah, he's also thirty-one years old. That's crazy. (laughs) Clayster is a three-time world champ. Oh, which is just yeah. He's I mean he's been in the dumps a couple now, of years in a row with teams. But I was like I need to go ahead and rewatch the game that he played in because I'm not entirely sure what position they had him in. Mm-hmm. He's usually a support player, uh, like pot or in Dota. There's five positions and it's okay. based on number position one is how much farm you're gonna get. So position one is the most farm, and from there you go down. So position four and five are usually your supports. So position four is in one lane, and position five is usually with the position one, since position five doesn't need farm. So he usually has a he usually plays position four, which is a utility support that can do somewhat damage, and so and that's what he's known for the most. So it I mean it's going to be interesting to see what he played. I want to kind of go back through and rewatch his gameplay, especially since he is thirty one, mm-hmm. uh, which does not sound that old, uh, because I mean most of us here are getting close to that <laughs> what i would Brother, say i am 21 yeah 10 years is a lot closer than you think i don't say that I to me 22. i need time i feel like i've <laughs> i just turned 20 and i still feel i think that it's too close for me really? okay yeah rico know. rico i'm not we're not bashing you we're not bashing you for 30 just in esports competitive but I was mindset about to say, that's toward the older end i was about to say it does not sound that old it's not for us. <laughs> it's not. But in esports, around twenty-five is when you're supposed to retire. Mm-hmm. That's that's early to me, though. I, I'd See, say usually league, it's twenty-eight. In league, you retire on twenty-five, twenty-seven, and really? that's usually mainly because twenty-five is when you're supposed to go to do military mm. work. Like you're supposed to go to the military for a lot of other countries, yep. and that's why a ton of esports players have to retire at twenty-five. 
Well, I'm in my prime. God bless the <laughs> USA. We don't have uh, to do that. Let's go. Have, well, a lot We're of those. Gamers. I was like, a lot of those players have to be on their feet for China. I'm gonna be honest. Well, yeah. that's not us. So. They gotta be there. It's like Korea and mm-hmm. Japan. Yeah, all those and places have Taiwan. They all ha- are a little too close. They gotta be a little on their feet for that stuff. So I mean, yeah. I totally understand it. It's just really sad to lose talent like that mm-hmm. around yeah. that age because a lot of amazing players who have never had the chance or opportunity to win an international title will never get to now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally off topic, but did you know that BTS is serving two years? Yeah, in yeah. The military? A lot of K-pop like, idols like are. They're supposed now. to. Yeah, they're supposed to. I mean, and well, they had they had a way out, BTS but they decided they wanted to do it. So basically, like in Korea, you can get it pushed. You can get your military service pushed back, dependent upon like injury or something like that. So they'll probably push it back. Um, is what's going to happen? The other thing is, you can be claimed as a national treasure. Mm. Um, which is what BTS was. Mm. They're considered a national treasure because they're bringing in and helping economy of yeah, Korea, yeah. which is why they were excused from military service. Same thing with Faker. Mm-hmm. Faker is also excused from military <laughs> service, or it's like held back a little bit further mm. because he's considered a national treasure since he generates so much revenue for the country. Mm. Do you want to wow. explain who Faker is? Who Faker is a very popular, very uh, successful a player from League of Legends. He is a Korean player, and he's always been on the same team. He's never moved a team. Like, he has been loyal to this franchise, or franchise team, mm-hmm. company, his whole entire career. Mm-hmm. And he always waits to sign with them at the end of every season so he can push his paycheck. <laughs> mm. he, will, he will show them what other teams are offering him mm-hmm. because he is a very valuable player. He is known to be one of the best players out there his rookie year he went and won worlds Mm -hmm. so that's a huge deal he dropped out of high school for that he also is known as the goat Mm -hmm. (laughs) that is his thing but also his rival deft is from the same exact high school they were the same exact year Mm -hmm. except they play different roles in the game in the team Mm -hmm. but they deft is known as the alpaca Mm -hmm. which is why this last worlds since deft won versus faker Everything is alpaca themed. Mm. Okay. Because it was like goat versus alpaca. Yeah, who's going to yeah, win? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, but that was Faker. He is also excused from military service, and that is why he's continuing to play uh, League, because he is considered a national treasure. For those that are uh, more sports inclined, as is the general fan base of this yes. channel, I was like, I do not uh, know how to. <laughs> the comparison here would be Ronaldo and Messi. Yes, that would be the agreed. direct comparison. Would be Ronaldo Messi. Uh, you could maybe push prime Tom Brady versus prime Peyton Manning. That was some yeah. good competition. Uh, and then you could compare Faker in COD to Scump. He just pulled off things that no one else ever could have imagined. Yeah. Which is incredible. His rookie year, they go to a game five, and in Korea, game fives are blind, which means you can't ban champs. You don't get to see what your team is playing. Mm. So a big part of league is knowing who your team is playing, who the other team is playing, so you can counterpick them or know how to play against them. When you're game five and it's like on the line, this is like the last thing that you can do, um, and it's make it or break it basically. And so he gets in a mirror matchup which means he is playing the same exact character as the person he's playing against Mm -hmm. and that means it's just a skill matchup which is incredibly impressive the fact that he pulled off a skill matchup on his rookie year against Mm -hmm. a talented mid laner and he won and he pulled off the most historic play in 
league history, which I don't know if I can explain all the mechanics <laughs> to you because it's a lot to understand, mm-hmm. but it does birth the, one of the most famous caster lines for League of Legends, which is, Faker, what was that? <laughs> and that is like in every montage I've ever seen mm-hmm. of any League play. Mm-hmm. And it was just a, a magical moment, and that is how Faker came to be known. But yeah, that's the other thing is that he's just, that's how you get out of military service in other countries <laughs> is that you just become very profitable. <laughs> well, uh, to go back to the age thing, I guess we didn't really stray from it too oh, far. Yes. <laughs> uh, Notorious B.I.B. says, uh, you people are still youngsters, hell on 58, and still enjoy a v- good video game. Mm-hmm. And I think there's something to be said there of, uh, I've seen grandmas and grandpas on yes! Twitch yeah. cracked oh out of gosh. their mind. It is insane. Mm-hmm. And I think we have yet to see esports really reach its like terminal age for competitive play. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, especially in COD, where we're seeing Clayster at 31, and he's still, he's still honestly in his prime. I don't think he's really lost it. He's just been on some tough teams and tough. What, yeah. what would you call it? Just tough composites yeah. of players, where it doesn't really benefit his play style, and mm-hmm. he has to adjust to them, and it hinders his play. But yeah, I mean, I, I think we still have yet to push that barrier. Yes, I agree. I think. Um... It's kind of hard to put a definite, like, cutoff, as you were kind of saying, because, again, esports is still pretty new. Like, it's just now becoming popular, so we're just going to now start seeing, like, the limits of age in esports, where, like, traditionally, it's usually just younger just because it's easier for younger kids. Men- like, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's, like, more, more of a mental thing, more of a physical it's hand-eye coordination sometimes thing. Sometimes it's yeah. your joints. Um, yeah, yeah, your, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like, video games, especially within, uh, Mouse and keyboard. Mouse and keyboard. Like, I'm already experiencing carpal tunnel. Like, it's great. It's wonderful. <laughs> you get, um, I have uh, right calluses on my wrist mm-hmm. from using my mouse. And I also, one of our league coaches has permanent nerve damage in his left hand mm-hmm. because of having to coach video games. Mm-hmm. It, it's very taxing on your hands. Um, and I'm sure that's true for other sports. But if you're sitting at your desk all day and you're typing away and clicking away, it, it can really put a damage on your joints. Yeah, definitely a strain. A strain, yeah. yes. And we just, again, we haven't seen the true like cutoff age for esports, really. It's all new. I will yeah. say one of my favorite content creators for League is, like, I think a 60-year-old man <laughs> who plays top lane. And he plays Urgot, which is this dude who has guns on his legs. Mm. Mind you, <laughs> that is the whole mechanic of him is that he has guns on his legs. And that's all you got to know. Mm-hmm. He, ha- he has like crab legs. Mm. Yeah. But oh, okay. yeah, so he has like six six legs. Six mm. shotgun legs. And then he, there's shotguns on each leg. Mm. And that's nice. like the mechanic that you have to play with. But And I'll see him his clips pop up on my TikTok. And he has better mechanics than I do. Mm-hmm. It is shocking. Well, granted, Urgot doesn't have that many mechanics. But... <laughs> Besides the point, yeah. it is really impressive to see these old, like these older people playing these games that are known for being very mechanically taxing and very tiring mm-hmm. and very ner- damaging to your joints and nerves, mm-hmm. which is really impressive. I see that old, the lady, the grandmother who plays Skyrim all the time, love her. Mm-hmm. She's an icon. Skyrim grandma. She's going to be a character her. in ES6. She is? Yeah. That was confirmed way back when the trailer launched. Oh my they That's said uh, Skyrim mm-hmm. grandma is going to be in... The game is it like a actual NPC? That is completely deserved. She is. Beca- she's an icon. Mm-hmm. I absolutely really admire her, and I aspire to be her when I'm older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> national treasure. Uh, yes, I want to be a national treasure. <laughs> she does have to throw in the exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, 
I, I really want to see older people, yeah, old, quote unquote older people. Like I want people who are not traditionally in that setting mm-hmm. to be part of that, because I remember seeing a Tumblr post about this jokingly years ago mm-hmm. about how they wanted to make a movie, like a sports movie, like Rocky, sports movie, mm-hmm. yeah. like it's the training montage and everything. Yeah. They wanted to do it with a grizzled 13 year old who has carpal tunnel so he can't compete and he's trying to teach his grandmother how to compete <laughs> in esports. I want that movie. That yeah. would be a I good. I want this movie. Grizzled 13. He's like this hard-hearted 13. That's like the description they gave it. You know? He's drinking his Capri Sun and he's He's got got a hard day, you know? (laughs) His lunch. (laughs) A pizza lunch. lunch Mm -hmm. Eating healthy. Mm -hmm. Bite the quarter off of the pizza pocket. (laughs) Well, and like... Video games can be played by anybody at any age just to enjoy it. Like, it's, it's... it's very different compared to regular sports to where, like, you can technically play games up until the day that you die if you really want to. Oh, versus, yeah. like, you can't oh, play football up until the game that, until the day that you die because of just, you know, general You can. Phys- you, I mean, you, yeah. it'll, be you can. it'll be sooner than you think. But yeah. <laughs> Jaden's going to die not with as, not as a controller. His- <laughs> okay, when you put it like that, that doesn't sound that great. So he's going to be pulling all-nighters when he's, like, 80 years old. Playing I, need, I need to get one more kill. <laughs> one more. <laughs> but diverging back anyway yeah we're go- going back <laughs> to the subject off yeah. the rails apologies off the rails land the plane um we just yeah video games can be played by anybody at any age just to enjoy it but like we've already said we just have not unfortunately seen any really older people especially in their 40s or 50s 60s compete competitively in esports yeah i would love yeah. to see it mm-hmm. i mean I first, I think we should probably get girls into the scene a little bit more yeah, frequently. Definitely. First, yeah. I think everything can happen. Oh yeah, simultaneously. Yeah. It's just and, like and, and, it's a generational yeah. situation, well, though, with a lot of it. I mean, is it a generational thing? Not not with the not with the women. But I was with, say, yeah. With, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I was I'm, I'm say, saying Whoa. one side. Yeah, one side <laughs> of this. Like, <laughs> apologies for. I did not say that, and I I need to back up a minute. Too far yeah. behind. I gotta back up. Yeah. So. And there, there are strides being made. So there was a, uh, there was WXC, which is a women's Call of Duty league, and it was, uh, it was ran by one of the analysts for CDL, and it, it went really well. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of viewership. It played in the off hours between mm-hmm. CDL and stuff, so it had its own block, and it got good viewership. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's honestly a lot of good players there that should be in the league, and we should see our first women in CDL soon. Mm-hmm. Um, That's super exciting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you said, oh, sorry, gonna no, com- no, we, uh, comment this first. When you said WXL or XC, right? Yeah, WXC. WXC. I thought of women's cross country immediately mm-hmm. because that's also the yeah. abbreviation for that's women's cross a good country. Point. That so is. that was where my brain went. Yeah. <laughs> but under case X. Okay, yeah. that makes a lot more sense. We do have to head off to a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Big Red Esports on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. 